also we have to ask you about Jared Leto. Oh my god, yes. Your so fashion like, I mean... week was wild. Yeah, we were like, sorry. What the hell? <laughs> well, this is very exciting. Hello. We are joined on the sofa with Ben Gallagher. Great to see you. Thank nice. you for having me. Nice I was very excited because when you asked me, I was like, I thought you never asked me. Oh, <laughs> we've got to give a bit of context here. We saw you a couple of weeks ago at that TikTok event that we vlogged and we were like, you need to come on our podcast. Well, Satma and I saw you from afar and we were like, oh my God, oh my God, there's Ben Gallagher. <laughs> Lux Collective, Lux Collective. And we were like, should we go over? And you were like, yeah, come on, let's go over. We were like, okay, let's go. I was, I was saying, because I've been speaking to loads of people about you because obviously I've seen you. I was like, they are so lovely. I was like, Aww. as soon as I walked into the room, they just made a beeline for me. I was like, yes. <laughs> we actually did. We genuinely did. And we're so lucky that you actually like knew who we were because it would have been a bit awkward. <laughs> no, I seen you at the corner of my eye. I was like, oh, I hope they come over. I hope they come over. And then Aww. you were coming. I was like, yes. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, Ben co-founded the pre-loved resale platform Lux Collective mm -hmm. with your brother mm -hmm. whilst you were in sick form, right? Sixth form, yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. Um, anyway, you now have a team of 18 and in 2022 turned over 15 million. Am I correct? So we've turned over 50 million as a whole in the last two years. Okay. Wow. So like this year, it would be something like, I think we're going to do about seven and a half this year. It's amazing. So we've got a team of 26 people now. Soon to be oh, wow. 30. Oh, okay. We're doing a big hiring Going fast. And then this year we're going to do around 7.5, yeah. Amazing. So we're super excited to find out about your success story, basically. Yeah. Cool. I love talking about it. Yeah, great. <laughs> so we'll just start off at the story behind you and your brother. How did Lux Collective, how did it become? How did it, how, did you how was it born? Yeah, absolutely. So we were from a place in Liverpool called Formby, which is like a very wealthy area. But like we weren't wealthy growing up. Like my mum... And dads, they had four children. Obviously, I was one of them. I was the youngest. And, like, they wanted just to grow us up in a wealthy area. So, But what that meant to us was that we were always around, like, richer kids. So, like, they would always have, like, the latest shoes, the latest clothes, the latest, like, phones, everything like that. And, like, I was, like, desperate to fit in. Because like, I'd always go to my mum, like, oh, can I have a new pair of shoes? And she'd be like, oh, wait till payday. And if I have money left <laughs> over, I'll get, you the, I'll get you the shoes. So then payday came, and then, the sh like, the shoes, like, never did. So I was like, oh, I need to make money my own way somehow. So, like, when we were younger, we were, like, always entrepreneurial kids, like me and Joe. Like, we shared a bedroom for, like, 18 years, so we were always, like, quite tight. What's the age difference? Five years. Okay. And he's older. So, yeah, so I'm 23, he's 28. Growing up, we'd always sell, like, underpants, like, candles, caps, wow. air fresheners, like, literally anything you can think of. Proper like, grinding, yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, we'd do it in on eBay. So, like, we'd okay. sell it in school, but we were in school at the time, do you know what I mean? And then, like, one Christmas, my sister bought a pair of trainers. Like, asked my mum for a pair of trainers. And they were like, Isabel Morant Beckett's. Oh, wow. They're the ones in the Beyonce Love on Top video. Mm -hmm. Those ones. So they were <laughs> booming in Liverpool at the time. And I, because they were booming and, like, I seen all, like, these rich girls wear them when we were growing up. I was like, what? how the hell has my sister got them for Christmas? <laughs> like, they're expensive. Like, our budget's not that much for yeah. Christmas. I went to my mum and I was like, what? Like, how she got them? And my mum told me they were from a website called Vestiaire Collective. And I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. So I went on Google, I, I like saw what it was and I like I became obsessed with it. Mm. So like I was like, oh my god, like I if I earn enough money from this these side hustles, I can afford like a designer piece and I can fit in with my friends. And I think that was the main aim. Like when I was a kid, like I was very insecure and I was very like I want to do anything I can. But you to. had a drive. I, yeah. Not not at this age. Okay. Really? Like genuinely not at this age. I think the drive only came from when I was like 1920 after like a year of the business mm -hmm. because because the main aim of the business when i first started it was just to make money to fit in with my friends right. so i became obsessed with this website but i was like 
I think I can do it better. So I, like, I was yeah. looking at this multi-million pound company and I was like, I think I can do this better. <laughs> because what I thought with Vestia Collective at the time is that it was really easy to upload fakes. So like the policing of the platform wasn't great. It is mm -hmm. much better now. Yeah. yeah. But like back then, authenticity guaranteed the thing that eBay pushes the most and Vestia do as well. It like wasn't really a thing. So like yeah. you'd go on there and you'd see like a pair of, Balenciaga trainers and you'd see the real ones and then you'd see you would I wouldn't know they were fake at the time yeah. but they just looked completely different and I was like they're meant to be the same shoe how are they allowed and one was like 20 quid and the yeah. other was like 400 do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah there's loads of fakes it can take days weeks even months to sell your item and then once you do sell your item it takes like another two weeks for the payment to clear mm. so it takes ages to get your money and you always get like stupid messages like can you do this for like 50 quid and yeah. like, it's like a thousand pound pair of trainers or bag so I was like, like instead of the marketplace idea, I wanted to like offer instant buyout prices. Right. So like kind of like we buy any car, but just for luxury goods. Yeah. Right. And we are still the only place who solely do that in the UK now. Mm. So like, that's what I'm so proud of. It's like we've right. stuck to our vision of being the only place in the UK to buy and sell pre-loved luxury goods. Like we don't offer consignment. We don't offer all this over the bits that can cause confusion for the customer. Mm -hmm. And then we start the business with 1200 pounds and we've still had no investment, which is pretty cool. No way, no wow. investment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're bootstrapped. So, um, wow. and you've surpassed Bestia. Not like not in terms of revenue. Like they're <laughs> they're cool. I think in terms of like uh, coolness on yeah. TikTok. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> <laughs> you've done the TikTok. And like I always say, this like the customers slightly different. Right. So, like, well, I was going to ask actually, what sets what's different for you guys? What sets you apart? I mean, you've kind of answered it about the authenticity and the yeah. way you do things, but what is that? I thing? think the instant buyout prices. So like, yeah. you can send your item to us, and yeah. we'll buy it on the day right. so like like you can sell your item in theoretically less than 24 hours which is really cool yeah that's really cool and then i think the other thing is just like we're really hot on socials mm. like we have connected to a customer and disrupted an industry that like was really settled in their way of doing things yeah. when we were growing our biggest problem was stock we couldn't find stock anywhere mm. now because we blew up on socials we get so much stock so we're going to like smaller companies who we know what they're struggling with is getting stock. So we're giving right. them access to our stock and every, all the feedback we're getting from them is that you've changed the way we've had to do business because, because really of how you are on TikTok and Instagram, wow. which is really cool to hear. Yeah. And so your social strategy for you is huge, right? Mm -hmm. You have over, are you nearly at 1.5 mil now? So 1.4 on TikTok, 360, no, 370 on Instagram and then 250 on YouTube. So over 2 mil. Wow. We had to take the angle really different because like how do you in a in a world where like people look down upon secondhand items like five or six years ago, how do you glamorize like pre-owned stuff? Yeah. And like we just did it by like through storytelling and yeah. like through unboxing and telling people the struggles of growing a business yeah. as a as a as a lad talking about girls' handbags. Yeah. So like our angle was completely different. And that's why I think we've done so well because yeah. like I did a talk last night and I was talking about like the way we stood out was that like I was just myself. Like yeah. I didn't try and pretend to be anything and that was like the best thing that we could have done. Was that scary for you though? Like did you have like much of a presence or did you do much on social media before Let's no, Collective? And was it no, weird to be like, this is me? <laughs> so I did the first, our first TikTok when I was like 18 and like I was rubbish. Like you can scroll back <laughs> to my first videos now and I'm so bad. And then I did a video of how to lace an Alexander McQueen trainer. Mm -hmm. And that video got a million views oh, in less than a day. And I was oh. like, I know what people want. Yeah. I was like, they just want value. They just want to get taught something. They yeah. just want to 
they want to come to the video not knowing something and go go exactly. away from the video knowing something. And that's like the news things that you do and like what's going on mm-hmm. in fashion. Like people love that. So like it's evolved so much. But and I we think don't that's die. that's the key to you just have to. you've got to keep evolving. Mm-hmm. You've got to keep finding those niches. And TikTok is such a huge search engine. So yeah, yeah. it's just the world is your oyster. Uh-huh. So you can't you know. And I that, I actually read a stat recently being like. Gen Z use TikTok for, as a search engine uh-huh. over Google. Oh yeah, I, I do that all the time for recipes, yeah. for how to do things, places, recommendations. Yeah. So I think the fact that we're the same here yeah. at Sheerlux, we're constantly trying to think ahead of the curve yeah. and, uh-huh. and evolve. And I think that's so important. But yeah. how I'm, do you do that? Well, I'm in, tr- well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess it's a group effort, but we really listen to our audience mm-hmm. and we value our audience's responses yeah. so much. Would we, you say you are your audience? That's why it helps as well. Yeah, with Let's Go especially, I Definitely. think we really are. Yeah. So that helps a lot. I told you guys this when I seen you, isn't it? I was like, we've done a whole analysis of your like TikTok because like, we're, so sh- we're, sho- we're, we're not shocked. We're like inspired by right. how much you guys have grown. And that's what I said to you, isn't it? I said like, you guys are like aspirational. Like you dress really well. You've got like a really cool job. Like people want to be you. And like I speak to so many girls who are like, <laughs> oh my God, I love the Sherlock girls. Oh. But I want to know in terms of your consistency, I, I presume a lot of your success has been down to your just hard work and consistency of posting. What's that mm. look like over the years? Yeah, so I focus fully on making three to five videos every day for two wow. years it was so like for the first two years it was just that every single day and it was when we were in lockdown my aim as soon as i woke up was to make these three to five videos and if i didn't then i then i wasn't gonna go and like because it was when we were all doing like quizzes online with the oh, friends yeah. and playing playstation <laughs> and that and i was like i'm not doing that i had the discipline i was like i'm not doing That's that so until good. those videos are getting done That's amazing. so like skill to be good at something because when i was doing those videos i was so bad at them but to be skilled at something you just have to do it a lot for a long period of time. Yeah. And that's all you have to do. But like, it's easier saying it than doing it because if mm. you want to like to make videos for two years, that's a long time just to make TikTok And also videos. I bet not all of them performed. So, no, you know, you're, you're almost fighting that as well. When a video doesn't perform well, it is such a good opportunity to learn from it mm. because you, you analyze it and you overanalyze it, which is good. You're like, okay, why didn't this perform well? Yeah. And you look at the analytics and it's like, people dropped off after the first three seconds. Well, then that means the first three seconds wasn't That's good. That's so important, So the yeah. first three seconds need to be good on the next one. No, you need that hook. Yeah. You need to inform, you need to inter- entertain, mm-hmm. or you need yeah. to inspire. That's it. For yeah. sure. Well, we wanted to ask you a little bit about a video you posted recently. Yes. About okay. imposter syndrome. Oh, yes. On my personal. Yes. yes. That was on your personal, yeah. I never really suffered with it, and I've spoke to people about it before, and I'm like, why do you feel like that? Blah, blah, blah. And like, on that day, so we were going to the TikTok event. Oh, yeah. I knew who was going to go because, like, a list got leaked. Yes, you told you <laughs> so, said like, to us. I, Yeah, but, like, I saw all the people who were coming and I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be surrounded by all these people. Like, what the hell do I And there were, the list was there? mega. Like, the yeah. people that were there, we, we were blown the away. We were, we were like, like are we how there? are we in this room? Yeah. Yeah. Ben Gallagher, yeah, all yeah, these yeah. amazing, <laughs> amazing people. Because, like, there was, like, people who were, like, really in the fashion world. It's, like, yeah. all that, like, and I say all I do, which is probably like downplaying, but like all I do is just commentate on, on the word of fashion. So like what I felt like was like, oh my God, like they might look at me and be like, he's not actually in the fashion world. He just, he just commentates on it. He's from up north from Liverpool. Like he's not from London. Like what the hell, he, what the hell is he doing here? And I know like looking back now, it is a bit like, oh, you shouldn't feel like that. But in a way it's good to feel like that and then overcome it. I think if you don't overcome it, then there's a problem. Mm. But I think if you do, cause it's like, if you're in your comfort zone and you're not 
pushing yourself out of it, then you're never going to grow, right? 100%. Yeah, and uh, one quote I always live by is, do one thing every day that scares you. Yeah, Because nice. I, I, like I just feel, you have to put yourself in those situations to yeah. grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, if neither, if we decided we weren't going to go, this would never have happened. Yeah, exactly. everything exactly. happens for a reason. I and I've watched your content for ages and I've been like, oh. I want to meet these Same girls with you. so bad. <laughs> That's wild, isn't it? Also, we have to ask you about Jared Leto. <laughs> Oh my god, yes. Yeah, Your so fashion like, week was, <laughs> was wild. wild. Okay, we need to know the whole lowdown. First, fashion week, how was it? Second, Jared Leto, how did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> so, Tell us Because it was the day after it we saw you. Yeah, we were like, like, sorry. What the hell? <laughs> so rewind, like three months, we had the pop-up shop in London, in yes. Bank, which was really cool. So his team reached out to me and was like, I, uh, I... Than the band manager for Jared Leto because he has a band, Thirty Seconds to Mars. Yeah, <laughs> you said that just they're like some band from down the road, Thirty Seconds to Mars. So, so I was, they were like, "Do you know who Jared is?" I was like, similar to what you just did. Then. Yeah, obviously. I was like, "House of Gucci, what the hell?" Yeah. Like um, Dallas Buyers Club as well, probably yeah. one of my God, yeah, top three famous films. The Joker. Top, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, sick." What do you want to do? She, he was like, "Well, he's going to Vogue World. You got the shop." What, what would be really cool is if you two get on like the scooters, like the electric scooters and like oh ride to your shop together and have like an event there in celebration of his album coming out. And I was like, Sick. I was like, okay, yeah, cool. What, like, what the hell? And then literally I was like, oh yeah, there's only one thing though. We won't have the shop then. Like it's only a pop-up shop. And they were like, oh, okay, we'll be in touch. And then literally never heard anything until that day I met you guys. Oh my God. So like three months later, they get back in contact with us in the morning. And she's like, J Jared's in town. Um, he's going to be in his hotel room tomorrow between 9 and 9.30. You've got 10 minutes with him in between that. Oh. Do you want to do it? And I was like, yeah. Oh and God. then like, I didn't know what questions to ask him. Yeah, so, were you scrambling? Yeah, like, literally, <laughs> I, it was the day before. I had the TikTok event. I had the Odd Muse fashion show. I was like, well, what the hell do day. I do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what the hell do I ask him? And there was a trending question at the time on TikTok. And it was like... <laughs> That's, yeah. What, where, how often do you think of the Roman Empire? So I was like, I just asked him that. And obviously I asked him like fashion questions about yeah. like um, the Met Gala as well because his outfits are insane. It was crazy. Me. Why oh. do you guys, do you guys love him? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just iconic. Yeah, like, yeah. He's so, like, are we just, and just the way he was with you, I just thought yeah. it was brilliant. You also saw David Dobrik yes. and the whole hat thing. Have you seen that TikTok? No. So he oh. basically, you can tell the story. This, yeah. is, this is so sad, but brilliant at the same time. I turned around and I saw David Dobrik and I was like, oh my God. He's got the hat on. And I was like, that was the hat that I was meant to be wearing. So I went over to him and I was like, I was like, lad, like the scousest thing ever. I was like, lad, I was meant to be wearing the same hat as you. And then he was like, well, why didn't you? I was like, I just didn't want to. For context, it was a bit like Peaky Blinders. It was literally yeah, like, no, a, it wasn't oh, okay. It looked good on you. I won't lie. I actually did. With you, the outfit, it. it matched the jacket. It did match the like jacket. Because I just didn't. Right, so. It was I, a bit. Do you know when you put on an outfit and you don't feel confident? Yeah. But we were wearing the same trainers, me yeah. and David. So I was like, oh, at least we're wearing the same trainers. Aww. And he was like, no, it's all about the hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we want to know a bit about what you like to fashion week. Yeah, I mean, fashion month's come to an end. So uh, yes. what are you predicting? I'm from... quite happy that fashion month's come to an end <laughs> because like it's like you girls knowing it. It's such a busy time yeah. for us. What was your favorite fashion show? Um, my favorite one was probably like, and I'm not just being biased. But I went to the boss one really? and because I seen it from beginning to end and like the spectacle, it was mm. more of a spectacle than the show of the clothes. Like the clothes went 
anything like to shout about but the actual spectacle and the the ideation of the creative was really really cool take it back gucci is my favorite show oh, oh my god yes. i thought you were gonna say yes, gucci i'm no, not gonna lie because i went big debut yes, lots going when on. i seen you the, when you asked me the questions yeah. about oh, yes, the predictions i was like i'm very happy yeah. and excited for sabato's yeah. debut a lot of people didn't like it i know but like I feel like it is almost for that like younger audience though because yeah. it's it is. giving it, a bit of Prada, a bit of Mew Mew. I think what they've done is it's a really commercial, really sellable, really yeah. wearable collection and I really like it. Yeah. And we were talking earlier about the campaign yeah, yeah. with Kendall and, Kendall um, and Bad Bunny. Yes. Obsessed. But yes. that just proves it is for that younger, yeah. it is getting yeah, it, it's more commercial. It is, yeah. Absolutely. I love that. Mew Mew have really, done it really so well. It. Yeah. So I was meant to be going to the Paris Fashion Week this week. Mm. Right. And I had the Loewe show and then the Valentino show. But I've been ill. Oh my God, I still go. Hear, I still probably, go. I know, you can probably hear it in my voice. So like, <coughs> this, this, is, this just is just for dramatic Ill. effect. <laughs> <laughs> On Wednesday, we meant to be going to Paris. Thursday was the Loewe show and then Friday, Valentino show, I think, something like that. And then Saturday, I had a talk in London. And then Sunday, a talk in Liverpool. And then t Monday, this. And I was like, oh, I really want to prioritise the talks. Yeah. Because I can't lie. I've enjoyed doing the fashion shows and everything, but like, it doesn't grow my brand. Yeah. Like, and you, you are so good at them. Yeah. The way you present yourself and you are on stage is so inspiring. And so I, yeah. I can see why you. Yeah. I appreciate you would that. Thank that. you. But I think I'm like, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Like, I'm just in the fashion space. And like, don't get me wrong, I love fashion. Like, I really do. But like, I love being an entrepreneur more. So like, if it was a choice between going to a fashion show or growing my business, mm. I would choose growing the business every yeah. single time. But like, don't get me wrong, I love fashion. I yeah. really, and I'm so happy I'm in this space. And I couldn't think for the next like five to 10 years of working in any other industry. Yeah. But like, when it comes, especially if I'm ill, if it comes to those two choices, yeah. I'll, I think it's that it comes back to that. If you know what you want so much, you know what you don't want. Mm. And it's like, if you know what your yes is, you know what your no's are straight away. That's a pretty, yeah. And have you, what have you sacrificed? Like you put, it's, you put your heart and soul into Lux Collective. Mm. Like you must have also sacrificed a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I think like, I miss out on like holidays all the time and like going with friends and like, like going out with friends and even like building on those relationships with my friends since school. Cause can we just remind our listeners how old you are? Yeah, yeah. So I'm 23, so I've been out of school really like, though. Five years, just the development of friendships over time. Obviously, if you don't build relationships with people, like you need to work on relationships. Yeah. Mm. So like I've definitely felt a distance grow between mm. friends, but there's a cost to everything, right? Yeah, of course. So like you just have to weigh up your costs and figure out what your yes is. But it doesn't mean that later on in my life I'll, I'll reprioritize. Mm. But I think that's what people don't understand, that when you are trying to grow something, you have to let other things go as well. Mm. You're so mature for 23, I can't believe it, like honestly. I lived with this guy who has a business in Liverpool and he taught me loads about learning and like being a student of life and like just trying to like- every absorb. Yeah, absorb everything, like be a sponge. And I say that to my team all the time. It's like, be a sponge. Like, don't mm. think, like, don't think you're right all the time. Because yeah, that's such good advice, there's actually. No, there's, like, yeah. there's, like, I think there's especially no... as young people, you think, like, you know better than everyone else. It's, like, such a bad trait to have. We all do it. Yeah. But that is so Do you know true. what it is, though? Like, if you, if you, even if you prove someone wrong and you are right, that person just thinks you're a prick. Yes. Do you know what I mean? That person just thinks you're, like, just, yeah, hate, yeah, yeah. just hates you now. Like, yeah. you, like, it's that thing, isn't it? Like, you never win an argument. Yeah. So like, what, what's the point? Yeah, I'm going a bit deep here and on, no, a, on a more stoic level. It. We love deep chats. But like, to grow your business, you must grow yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the strategy I've taken upon personally. So like, I've tried to grow myself in every aspect. 
and in turn it's grown my business so i'm like why the hell would i stop doing that yeah i'm just very lucky i found that early on as well because obviously i was the youngest of four kids mm. so like i did all the partying i did all like the late nights when i was like 16 17 yeah. 18 so by the time i was 19 i was fed up with it all yeah. ready to go i'm very lucky like all the things that have happened in my life that have allowed me to do what i'm doing now mm. i feel like it's all been like very serendipitous and been like right place right time and like i'm just very grateful well, we would love to round off with some quick fire. Let's yes. go. Okay, so designers we should keep an eye out for. Uh, designers, so yes. like people. Yes. Uh, Sabado de Sano, obviously, but then uh, Phoebe Philo as well. Mm, ooh, what's going to be the next it bag? Um, ooh, interesting question. The one we saw at the Gucci show, mm. which is like just a real basic like camera bag, but because it's from like the Gucci's latest collection, I just feel like it would bang. Yeah. Okay. Um, one piece of advice for young entrepreneurs. Um, oh, I could speak about this all day. Um, so I've got a few, work hard, definitely. Um, find out what your yes is, mm -hmm. make sacrifices. And like the biggest thing for me is like be disciplined. And in saying that it's like understand delay gratification. Mm -hmm. So like I went for years without making like any money. And like, we still don't make loads and loads of money now. We pour it all back into the business. Be understanding that it's gonna take a long time until you genuinely reap the rewards. But also the reward actually is just being able to wake up and doing the thing you love every single yeah. day. Like I was, I was on the way here, I was thinking on the chain, I was like, I'm going to a podcast to talk about my business that I started in the spare bedroom of my mum and dad's house. Like how lucky am I? So That's cool. sick. That's a social clip just there. <laughs> there we go. What's one goal for 2024 for Lux Collective, for yourself, something that you're- That's a about? really good question. And it's quite ironic. Um, start a podcast. Yeah. And I would love if you two come on. Oh, as we like, would love to. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll make really a weekend cool. out of it and we'll vlog it for you guys. Yes, yeah. that'd be sick. Oh, well, well so thank much. you so much. No problem. I'm I so glad it. we crossed paths. I know. 100%. Of course, thanks so much for listening. See ya.